Hello, hello, shorts. All right. Faithwire, subsidiary of CBN. Famous authors claim Bible is a work of fiction, ignites social media furor. Okay. We don't need to read a lot of this one. This, this one is actually going to be short. This is an author uh, in my hometown. It's my hometown now because I live here. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> Knew I had to do it. Famous author jo uh, Joyce Carol Oates has faced an onslaught of criticism in recent days after posting on social media her belief that the Bible is a work of fiction. Now, she was actually responding to uh, someone. Let's see. Uh, it was, I don't see the name, uh, but there was a conversation going on and someone said something, she said something. You know what? You know how this stuff happens on Twitter. And so in a response in that conversation, she said, the Bible, as you call it, and by the way, just a note, Bible, it, it just means book, okay, the book. The Bible, as you call it, okay, authoritative book is kind of what we mean by it. The Bible, as you call it, is a work of fiction, or rather, an anthology of fiction. It is not the Bible for much of the world's population, and those who claim it as their own select those verses that appeal to them while ignoring other verses, fertile ground for hypocrisy. Well, of course you know what happened, right? I mean, it's, it's Twitter, it's X. It's the social cesspool of our time. Huh. Oh yeah, here's the thing she was uh, commenting to. Uh, widows, orphans, prisoners, uh, no Christian can, without doing great violence to Scripture, get around the extremely clear obligation we have to such people. And uh, she had asked something like, "Well, what is what? What do those people have in common?" Uh, and then he goes, "Well, you know, it's the Bible." And so this is how this happened. So what I want to read you are two responses. And I find them hilarious. These are responses that Faithwire picked out. I mean, this is the good stuff, right? <laughs> these, are the, these are the good ones. Um, there's one by Robert Clifton Robinson. I don't know who this person is. A lot of, a lot of people saying, I'm going to pray for you and that sort of thing. Because, of course, they are. In the South, that's, uh, you know, another way of saying, bless your heart. So this person says, these are the uneducated comments of a person who knows nothing about the Bible, he wrote. Okay, let me, uh, that's a bad start already, sir. This is your argument? This is your argument? This is your proof that she's wrong? You're calling a very famous writer 
uneducated. Maybe you should stop and pick out a better word. You know, just maybe, because that makes you sound stupid. Of course, she's not uneducated. But then you go and say she knows nothing about the Bible. In Jackson, Mississippi, nobody knows nothing about the Bible. So you don't know anything about this woman. But because of her comment, you conclude that she knows nothing about the Bible. I can't tell you how many times I've run into this kind of thing. He goes on, though. Maybe he's about to make a good argument here. He says, I was an atheist 49 years ago. Now, there's a picture of him here. He looks like he's maybe about 50. <laughs> so I don't know what, how old he was 49 years ago, but that is, that is a kind of an insignificant uh, figure. I was an atheist 49 years ago and became a believer in Jesus because of the historical eyewitness testimony within the extant New Testament manuscripts. Now, sir, if you are thinking of the Gospels, for instance, as eyewitness testimony, maybe you're the one that's uneducated. Just putting that out there. He continues, I have published 37 books and over 3,400 essays. Documenting, documenting the historical reliability of the Bible. Well, there's a strong argument. Uh, you, you wrote some stuff down, specifically for people who think like you. And so, therefore, this woman is uneducated. Now, you see, she knows nothing about the Bible, but if only she would read my work, you know, I obviously know what I'm talking about because I've written lots of stuff that no one's heard of. <laughs> he may be very famous for all I know. This is not an argument. Um, that's the best. That's the best he's got, though. You're you're ignorant. <laughs> okay, but the mag but the um, publication goes on, and this is the one I really want to get to. But perhaps, professor and author. Taylor Patrick O'Neill had the most pertinent reply. This reply they are highlighting as the good one. This is the really good stuff. Never mind that last one that we highlighted. <laughs> this is the really good one. This is going to show how wrong she is. Here it goes. Are you ready? Are you ready for the best proof of the validity of Scripture <laughs> ever, ever cast on Twitter? Here we go. It's 2024. We're, stewing, we're still doing the, I bet you didn't know that there are other religions, Christian, stick. Yeah, there are other holy books. Wild. The Bible is still the right one. That's it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's all we got. So uh, we get a little snark in the windup, and then his big argument, the Bible's the right one. <laughs> Thank you. And that's the best one that Faithwire was able to pick out as the cream of the crop. 
Wow. It makes me really appreciate the Christians that come on um, the website. <laughs> you know what it is, skepticsandseekers.squarespace.com. Log in your Discuss account and discuss away. Maybe maybe provide your best argument, your best tweet for why the Bible is uh, is indeed not a work of fiction. I, I guarantee, no matter how badly you do, you're going to do better than these guys. <laughs> Send me an email, skepticsandseekers at gmail.com. Until the next time, I will see you in the comments. And in the meantime, I'm out.